What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show on this Thursday, January 4th, 2024. It's going to be an epic weekend. We got football games Saturday. We got a monster slate on Sunday. So much is still up for grabs. And look, we got no football tonight. We have no football Monday. So those are two games that get smushed into the Saturday slash Sunday schedule, and it just gives us more football over the real weekend, which would be Saturday and Sunday. And I know what we're all waiting for. We're waiting for Sunday night. I mentioned something on the show yesterday, and it was about the forecast for Sunday night. It was looking like it would possibly rain and maybe there would be some thunderstorms. Well, I went back today to look at the updated forecast because, again, we're still a few days out and things change. And now it looks better for Sunday night. The rain that we're going to get in South Florida, it should be finished by about 5 or 6 p.m. At least that's the forecast as of now. I'll continue to keep you updated. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, at Andy Slater, if I do have anything to update, because I'll be looking at it periodically over the next couple of days. I'll let you know if it's something newsworthy. Another thing I'm looking at is the Hard Rock Bet app. I love that app. The problem for me is that I'm here in Medellin, at least right now. I'm going to be coming back to South Florida either tomorrow or Saturday. And I can't use the Hard Rock Bet app here in Medellin. I could still look at it. I could still see all the lines and all the props. And, of course, give out my suggestions on my Twitter feed and Instagram. But I can't use it here. When I land back in South Florida either tomorrow or Saturday, and I say either tomorrow or Saturday, that's because I don't have the flight booked yet. And you may think that's crazy, but that's just how I operate sometimes. It's hard for me to plan in advance, especially when you have friends that want to hang out with you. So I got to figure out my schedule. But when I do land back in South Florida, I've already been looking at what I'm going to be putting in for my either five or six player anytime TD parlay. And I'm going to let you in on something here. You guys, you tune into this program. So you're going to hear about this first. This way you can make your plans in advance. What I'm going to do is this Sunday, I'm going to go to the Hard Rock Sports Bar, which is there in Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. It's the sports bar slash sports book. I am going to go there Sunday. I'll be there for the late games on Sunday, and then I'll be sticking around for the Dolphins and Bills game. I'm not going to go to the game. I am going to watch the game at the Hard Rock Sports Bar. And I'm also, I got to study up here and do my thing. I'm also going to put in a same game parlay 
with the Dolphins and the Bills. So I got a lot of work ahead of me. But if you're thinking about where you want to go watch the game, what you're going to do for the game, I'm just letting all of you know in advance. I haven't tweeted it yet. I'm letting you know right now. If you want to watch the game at the Hard Rock Sports Bar, I'm going to be there. Now, I'm not going to have room at my table. I'm sorry. But you can hang out. We can chat. We could watch the game together and hopefully win together because I'm not going to be there watching the game without having action on it. And I'm going to try to do these meetups once a month. I enjoy it. I got my poker tournament coming up there next Tuesday. I'll be there Sunday to watch the game, the Bills and Dolphins Sunday night. I I love the Hard Rock. I, I used to go to Vegas all the time, play craps, play poker, go to the sports book. Now we've got it in Hollywood, Hollywood, Florida. So easy. It's like too easy. But if you do follow me on social media, I'll continue to keep you updated with what my plays will be. I'm going to get them for another one. I know I am. I'm 19-5 and five in my Anytime TD picks, and I hit that one parlay, 133-1 to one odds. The next week, I went 5-for-5 five five going into that final game. Could have taken the cash out for twenty one grand. I didn't. I thought DK Metcalf would score, and then I'd get 58 grand. 58's a lot more than 21. Maybe not for cents or dollars, but for thousands of dollars, 58,000 compared to 21,000. Of course, now that he didn't score, I obviously wish I would have taken the cash out, but that's not how it works. You can't do it in, in hindsight. So I'm looking forward to being back in South Florida, get to use the Hard Rock Bet app. I'll do my research. I'll come up with my plan, and then I'll share it with all of you. What else do we have going on? Quiet day? (laughs) Never. And I mean never. It is never, ever, ever quiet in South Florida, especially when it comes to sports. There's always something developing. Yesterday, middle of the week, a quiet Wednesday. Yeah, right, quiet. Never quiet. All of a sudden, you saw there was a house fire in Southwest Ranches. A big house. A big fire. And it was Tyreek Hill's mansion. You got all of these superstars in the NFL. And it's the Miami Dolphins one whose house goes up in flames. Middle of practice, middle of the week before the biggest game of the season. There's always something. Just amazing. Always. And as the year goes on, In most places, you've got kind of lulls in the sports calendar, little dips when nothing happens, and maybe you wonder, okay, what are we going to talk about? That's not a thing in South Florida, though. We have too many teams, and we have way too much random things that happen when you least expect them to happen. I mean, nobody's thinking about a fire at one of the Dolphins players' houses 
And then you're talking about the MVP of the Dolphins, Tyreek Hill. But you just never know what's going to happen. We've really had so much when you think about it. And unfortunately, some stories that were extremely unexpected came out of nowhere and ended in tragedy. Thankfully, Tyreek's family and Tyreek are okay. You always hear, if something happens, you can, you can replace it, but you can't replace your life. And thankfully, every, everybody was okay. Then there are other things that have happened in South Florida sports over the years where you can't replace it because it is a life. Like Jose Fernandez, who would have thought on a Sunday morning that the star pitcher for the Marlins would die in a boat crash. It's just, it, it always seems to pertain to South Florida. A house fire is extremely random, but it's just so crazy. It's Tyreek Hill's house. I know we have house fires all the time in South Florida, probably multiple ones a day. It's just bizarre how yesterday in the middle of practice, you could turn on the news and you see all the news choppers covering this story and all the flames bursting out from the roof, or at least the smoke, and you probably did see some flames. And then you've got the jokesters on Twitter. Oh, geez, you know, I thought the Dolphin season was going up in flames, not Tyreek Hill's house. And then you've got all these Bills fans, and you know how people are. You give them a keyboard. They don't have to show who they are, and yeah, keyboard courage. I did see a story this morning while I was eating breakfast. I saw this. How I believe there's a radio station in Buffalo or some publication in Buffalo that believes there will be more Bills fans at Hard Rock Stadium Sunday night than Dolphins fans. There's something that I will add to that that gives that story a bit of credence. The Hard Rock Hotel in Hollywood, Sunday night, they are not selling any more rooms. It is essentially sold out. Now, I say essentially because of a high roller who wants to have like a $5 million credit line and needs a room, they're going to get a room. But... It's off the calendar. You cannot purchase a room. And what does that say? That says there's going to be a ton of Bills fans coming to the game and staying at the Hard Rock. Because the locals, they're not hogging up the rooms. It's going to be everybody from Buffalo. You would think the game being on Sunday night instead of during the afternoon, you would think that's going to get a lot of people from Buffalo to South Florida. And if that is what you're thinking, you're, you're probably thinking correctly. Afternoon, I don't know how many people would have come. Sunday night for the AFC East, the Bills fans are coming. And Dolphins fans, they have an opportunity to make a lot of money on this game. By selling their tickets. I know somebody that has 
face value tickets of 120 bucks. And right now they looked, they, they didn't put them up for sale, but they looked at their section on StubHub and it's going for like 550, 600. And if you have two or four tickets, hey, it's an opportunity to make money. And if you're going to do that, I can't blame anyone for making money. If you're doing it, come watch the game with me at the Hard Rock Sports Bar. We'll have some fun. If the Dolphins win, we'll have even more fun. All right, I got a lot to get to this hour, but I can't get to any of it until this hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. Here's something that I want to bring up, which doesn't really have anything to do with Sunday night, but I think it says a lot about this year's Miami Dolphins team. You may have seen the Pro Bowl selections, and I say Pro Bowl in air quotes because it's not really a game anymore. I think the Pro Bowl selections are very telling, and I think it's a really good sign for the Miami Dolphins organization. It shows that the Miami Dolphins have been seen and have been appreciated. Because reality shows that the Dolphins have a really talented roster. So it makes perfect sense that the Dolphins would have a lot of pro bowlers. Five guys on offense, one guy on defense. And let's look at them. The first one is Tua. Tua is a no-brainer. I know you may be thinking, oh, he's not the guy. and I, We're going to have that conversation for I don't know how long. But that's a no-brainer. We all knew that if Tua played, if he played enough games, he would have a big impact. It was all about his health. This season going in, it wasn't about Tua's ability. It was about his availability. And Tua has found a way to make himself available the entire season. I'm going to knock on wood. I don't want to jinx anything. He hasn't missed a game yet. If you had offered me 17 games before the start of a season, you're going to get Tua. Yeah. Every single one of you signs up for that. None of you are saying, well, I don't know if we want him. Please. He plays the entire season. You sign up for it in, in an instant. And if I would have told you that the Dolphins would have had one of the best offenses in the NFL because of him, maybe you wouldn't have believed me. But you take a look at them. And why do they have one of the best offenses in the league? Okay, maybe you say Tyreek Hill. Maybe you say Raheem Mostert, but I'm going to tell you Tua Tungabailoa. He's the guy taking the snap. He's setting it all up. He's getting rid of the ball quickly. He's doing everything that he's been asked to do. Has he been perfect lately? No. And a lot of that probably has to do with injuries around him especially the offensive line. We've all noticed that Tua has had a lot less time to get rid of that ball and sometimes can't even get rid of it 
the pressure on Tua over the past five weeks or so has elevated to levels that it wasn't even close to at the beginning of the year. So one pro bowler, Tua. The other, Tyreek Hill. Again, no-brainer. There were times this year where it really looked like Tyreek was going to become the first wide receiver in the league to get 2,000 yards. He was on pace for it. That injury on Monday Night Football has really slowed him down in the tail end. And when he was standing outside his house yesterday while it was on fire, the news choppers, they were overhead. Tyreek was there, and he was in a walking boot. I don't think it's any secret that Tyreek Hill is hurting. That ankle is hurting. He's gone down several times over the past few weeks, and it takes him a while to get back up. And we saw in one of those games, he didn't get back up. Then they put him back in, and then they took him out again, and then the following week, he didn't even play. Mike McDaniel said Tyreek's been a warrior in dealing with his injury. I think we all continue to underestimate exactly how hurt he is. Then you've got Teron Armstead. This one is a little shady. The dude has only played in like, what, nine games? Now, when Teron's on the field, he's a difference maker. But putting him in the Pro Bowl, it's probably more of a reputation pick. Raheem Mostert, money Mostert, no-brainer. 21 touchdowns this season. (laughs) And none, I mean none, more important than bringing home my parlay on Monday Night Football. Now, Raheem Mostert, he's hurt too. He missed the last game in Baltimore. He's doing what he can to get ready for this game Sunday night. Raheem has been remarkable all season. He's been a touchdown machine. And because he helped me win my parlay, Raheem Mostert is officially in the Slater Show Hall of Fame. First ballot Hall of Famer. He's still playing and he's already been inducted into the Hall of Fame. There is no Raheem Mostert slander tolerated in front of me. He's been knighted. He's been sainted. So the Pro Bowl, a good idea for Money Mostert. And then the unsung hero, I love this one, Alec Ingold. Fullback in the NFL is a position that a lot of teams have moved away from. And yet Mike McDaniel with his flashy offense has an old school fullback in there just mauling people, clearing the way, doing all the dirty work. Nobody in the NFL except maybe the dude in San Francisco does a better job of dirty work than Ingold. He's a glue guy. It's the definition of a team player. Usually guys like that don't get recognized for what they do. So it's really cool to see Alec Ingold get that kind of love. And then one player on defense, Jalen Ramsey. Again, I think this pick is a bit of a reputation selection. Jalen Ramsey has been really good. But because he missed so many games at the beginning of the season, getting into the Pro Bowl, again, probably more about his reputation. I do think it's important to note that the Dolphins' defense, this entire thing, 
came together when Jalen Ramsey was available. When he got into that lineup, everything looked way better. They looked a bit lost at the beginning of the season. But then you have Jalen Ramsey come in, and it opened everything up to the rest of the defense. So I wanted to start with just those Pro Bowl selections, not because the Pro Bowl, which isn't even a game anymore, is it's not important, but I feel like those selections say something about this year's Miami Dolphins team. There were some things said this week, things I heard on Hard Knocks, things I've heard from the podium in Miami Gardens, what Dolphins players are saying, what coaches are saying, and I want to go over those because I believe they are very important. So I'll do that in just a moment. What you should do is come to my poker tournament Tuesday night at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. It is the monthly Slater Scoops Poker Tournament, and it's happening this coming Tuesday, January 9th, in the poker room at the Hard Rock. Cards will be in the air at 6 p.m. You could register until 9.30. There's $20,000 guaranteed in the prize pool. And it's just 250 bucks to get into the tournament. We'll have a great time, hang out, play some cards. You could fight for second place as I try to take first for the fourth time in about a year. It's always a great time at the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament. $20,000 guaranteed in the prize pool. I hope to see you Tuesday night. That's less than a week away, January 9th at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. I don't know if you guys saw or not, but I sent out a tweet early this afternoon or late this morning how Bills fans are going to be flooding South Florida and it's caused hotel prices to skyrocket. I did find, though, if maybe somebody from Buffalo is tuned in and they just want to hear Miami talk, I did find a room... That is available not far from the stadium. It's $112.85 for the night. It's at the Miami Gardens Inn and Suites, and that includes the $20 resort fee. I put up a couple of pictures on my uh, Twitter feed, search Andy Slater, and you'll see it. They got a nice pool. They don't have a flat screen TV in the room, though. It's a regular tube television I don't think it's high def I don't know if it comes with free HBO uh, but the website does say it does include Wi-Fi so maybe you're interested I'm not getting any commission off of it I'm just trying to do Bills fans a favor you know we're very welcoming in South Florida the Miami Gardens Inn and Suites $112.85 that is for Sunday night. Hotel rooms right now are not easy to find for Sunday night. I was looking at the flights coming into Fort Lauderdale from Buffalo and the ones leaving Fort Lauderdale to Buffalo on Monday. Yeah, they're pricey. Southwest, one way was like $630. And they had tons of flights, but with one stop. And they're almost all sold out. 
I don't know if it will be more than 50% as some people are saying more than 50% Bills fans at the stadium, but there's going to be a lot. I was there for the Cowboys game and there were a lot of Cowboys fans, but there were way more Dolphins fans. It was probably 75-25. This might be maybe 65-35, the 65% being Dolphins fans. I don't believe there will be a Bills takeover at Hard Rock Stadium. I don't think that's going to happen. Now, I could be wrong, but I don't think that'll happen. So I heard some interesting quotes. I was watching Hard Knocks, and we know Javon Holland returned Sunday in the Baltimore game. It was the first time he's been in there since the uh, Jets game. Remember, he had that crazy pick six on that Black Friday right before the half. It's the same game where he got hurt. Well, Javon Holland said that Vic Fangio's system at first was really hard for the D to understand. At the beginning of the year, there were a lot of struggles from the defense. A lot of the reason that so many people were trashing the D, saying that they weren't up for the challenge and they weren't good enough, was simply because the guys didn't understand the system. Vic Fangio, he's been around forever. He's won in so many different places. But his defense, which allows players to play very freely, before they can do that, there's a complex system that they have to understand. And early in the season, it showed. Missing Jalen Ramsey was definitely part of it. But not understanding everything about the system, that was probably part of it too. Mike McDaniel also had a similar quote. McDaniel was asked to compare the Dolphins week four against the Bills where Miami lost to Buffalo to the Dolphins now getting ready to host the Bills in week 18. And what Mike McDaniel said is the guys have internalized all of the system stuff. So they've made it their own. In other words, the decisions they make, they're not because it's a great play call or a great idea. It's because that's what the guys want to do. That's what they believe in. That's what Mike McDaniel was talking about. You may be hearing that now. You're like, well, huh? Like, what are we dissecting something in science class? But hey, Mike McDaniel, he can be a scientist. Sometimes he's a little too cute, but that's just how Mike McDaniel is. So you look at week four against Buffalo, and the players were trying to learn and follow the playbook. Now they're just playing. The key in this game Sunday night, the key unit, it's going to be the secondary. That's how I feel. My eyes are going to be on that secondary. Javon Holland, Eli Apple, Jalen Ramsey. Those guys are probably going to decide the ball game. We know Josh Allen makes mistakes. He makes big plays. He makes a ton of off-script plays. 
but he also makes a lot of mistakes. He can be irresponsible with the football. And that secondary, that'll be the unit that'll be able to capitalize the most on any mistakes he makes. When Josh Allen runs around and throws a reckless pass, it's the secondary that's going to have to make him pay. Now, on top of that, a good team has units that pick up other units. So with a key wide receiver out, the Miami Dolphins running game could help make up for it. Jalen Waddle was out last week. We know Jalen Waddle's battling an ankle injury, high ankle sprain. I wouldn't count on him playing. The Bradley Chubb injury combined with the Jalen Phillips injury, those two taken together, that means Zach Sealer and Christian Wilkins, they got to make more plays. Everybody's just got to pick each other up. Devon Achan, Jeff Wilson Jr. It's going to be so difficult because I, I just – I don't want to use this as an excuse. It's not an excuse. It's just reality. You think about the Bills' offense. You think about what Josh Allen can do. Yes, he makes mistakes, but you you know what he can do when he's not making a mistake. The Dolphins' secondary is banged up. The Dolphins' linebackers are banged up. The Dolphins' defense overall is banged up. Okay, well, the offense has got to put up points. Jalen Waddell is hurt. Tyreek Hill, he'll be out there, but... You know he's hurting. Raheem Mostert is hurting. The O-line is hurting. Two is even hurting, but what can what can you do? You just got to go out there on Sunday night and do what you can. You want guys to pick each other up, but you know there's going to be a drop-off of some amount. If the Dolphins cannot get the same pass rush, Will they be able to make up for it with plays in the secondary? So that is something that I'm going to keep my eyes on. I'll be watching everything with that game. I just hope it's a good game. And I hope the Dolphins win because there's such a big difference between a two seed and a six seed. A six seed, you're not going to get a home game. A two seed, you're going to open at home. And I believe the possibilities, without looking this up again, would be Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, or Buffalo, which you'd rather not have. If the Dolphins lose, they're going to Kansas City. But if you get that two seed, you have the possibility of having the road to the Super Bowl run through your stadium. That's if Baltimore were to lose their first game after the bye. Just saying it's still possible. The stakes are so high on Sunday night. I'm going to be watching the game at the Hard Rock Sports Bar. I'll put in the same game parlay. You guys could tail me if you wish. And I hope you join me. Let's have fun. Let, let's hopefully celebrate a Miami Dolphins victory. There's a lot of victories in Hollandale Beach right now at Gulfstream Park. 
live racing right now happening at Gulfstream Park. It is the championship meet, and that means the best of the best. The best horses, the best jockeys, the best trainers in the entire world. They are in Hollandale Beach right now at Gulfstream Park. When I go to Gulfstream Park, I go to their trackside restaurant, Ten Palms. Sit down, have a great meal. You get a table there in front of the track. You watch all the races. And, of course, you could wager on them. Heck, you could bet as little as 10 or 20 cents and possibly make thousands of dollars. I see it happen all the time. For reservations, which I highly suggest at the trackside restaurant, visit GulfstreamPark.com. And then head on out, particularly on a live race day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, during the championship meet at Gulfstream Park. Officials this morning said the cause of the fire at Tyreek Hill's house was a child playing with a lighter. An accidental fire. Child playing with a lighter or matches. Well, that stinks. But at least everybody was okay. A house fire, especially in a mansion, I can't even imagine what happens after that. And what is going through Tyreek's mind right now. You talk about a distraction. Now, during the period of practice that was open to the media yesterday, Tyreek Hill was out there. He was catching passes. He was joking around with teammates. He was just being Tyreek Hill. The media leaves because the media is only allowed to watch a certain amount of minutes of the practice. So the Dolphins, they're still on the field. The media is gone. And it was during that time that Tyreek was told, hey, you got to go. Your house is on fire. Tyreek just got married during the bye week. He's a newly married man. He's trying to lock in on this really important game Sunday night. He's battling an injury. And now someone runs over to him and says, hey, your house is on fire. How can that not be a distraction for Tyreek right now? And some of you may look at this as the most important thing is Tyreek in the house. It's a piece of property. People are okay, which is the most important thing. I'm sure Tyreek wants to focus on football. But you got to think about all the logistical concerns he might have. If your house catches fire, you have to find a place to live. You have to see what was damaged. You have to replace it. You got to fix everything. Tyreek's got millions of dollars. So it's not like one of us where we're doing all of this ourselves and we're making the phone calls. Tyreek's got plenty of people to deal with a lot of this. Where they just tell him, hey, you're set up here. You got this. His agent is Drew Rosenhaus. He'll do everything he can to take off some of the burden. But make no mistake, it's absolutely a burden. It's a distraction. How could it not be? Come Sunday, I know Tyreek will be locked in. He'll put on that uniform, the all-white uniform. White top, white pants, white socks. That's what my fashion source, my high-level fashion source told me. 
that the Dolphins will be wearing Sunday night, and I'm sure he'll be locked in. But leading up to that, how could that not be in his head? Josh Allen, he's going to play. There was never a doubt that he would play. He suffered a stinger against the Patriots. But Josh Allen said he's good. He's fine for Sunday. Josh Allen makes mistakes, but that dude is tough. That's one of his best traits. You talk about a football player. This game with such high stakes Sunday night where the Bills could either win the division or with a few bad breaks not even get in, like be done, be eliminated, be out, I would say that's a huge deal. The Dolphins have already clinched the spot. It's a major deal for them to win, too, because you're talking about a two-seed or a six-seed. But it may be even a bigger deal for the Buffalo Bills come game time because by then, they'll know if they're fighting for the division or just another spot or fighting for the division and no spot. And that very well could be the case. So the Bills will be going all out and maybe even more all out if it's division or nothing. It would take a lot to stop Josh Allen from playing in that game Sunday night. Some of the uh, prop bets are not up yet for some of these games, but I was looking at anytime touchdowns on the Hard Rock Bet app for Josh Allen. And his price is too high. I don't like it. It was minus 150 the last time I saw it. I don't like that. I don't put any minus 130 or higher in my anytime TD parlays. Josh Allen gets in a lot. But I'm not not including him at minus 150. You know, I talk about money a lot here on the show. And you probably talk about it a lot at home too. Money's important. And so is getting your finances in order and planning your future. That's why I tell you about Trajan Wealth. I've been telling you about Trajan Wealth for months now. They're located locally in Palm Beach. And Trajan Wealth, they'll design a plan. They'll help you design a plan based around your goals. It's a brand new year. Some of you have brand new goals or you've had goals for quite some time and now you really want to focus on them. Let Trajan Wealth help you design a plan based around those goals that you have. It's not like you're going to contact Trajan Wealth and they're going to tell you what your goals should be. You tell them your goals and they'll design a plan based around it. Visit their site, TrajanWealth.com. That's TrajanWealth.com. Or call them at 561-390-1000. Don't waste any more time. It's a brand new year. Start doing things the right way. Contact Trajan Wealth, 561-390-1000. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth, LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. I will be up tonight watching the Florida Panthers in Vegas. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! A rematch of the Stanley Cup Final. The Panthers have won five in a row. That's called a winning streak. They're playing great hockey. 
And the last time these two teams met, just a short time ago in Sunrise, that game was epic. The Panthers were playing that game like it was game six of the Stanley Cup final. There were so many fights. And the fights, they looked personal. They didn't look like your run-of-the-mill hockey fights. And the Panthers were able to get a W in that one. There was so much passion, so much emotion. I would imagine tonight will be no different. The Cats, they'll have the same energy, the same intensity, and it made for good television. I'm telling you, not every regular season game is created equally. And this Panthers-Knights game tonight, it should be off the hook. And here's what matters as well. Both teams, they're good. So when you combine the drama and the intensity and the fact that both of them are really good, what it sets up is something that you're really going to want to watch. So I'm definitely going to make it a point to be up tonight to see that one. I didn't make it through the entire game last night. I got into part of the fourth quarter for the Miami Heat. These West Coast games, you know, they're they're difficult, not only for the teams, but for fans on East Coast time. Teams you don't play very often because they're out West. We like watching them, but it's just so late. The travel for the Heat and also for the Panthers – is long, too, longer than than normal. Uh, the Heat had lost two straight games, one to Utah, the other to the Clippers. I was concerned about last night, but the Heat really handled business. They beat the Lakers by 14. Eight Heat players scored double digits, and the Heat beat the Lakers without Jimmy Butler. And how about this? In a relatively close game, the Lakers having LeBron and AD on the court, you would think they would take over the fourth quarter, but no, it was Duncan Robinson. He was so good in the fourth. And the Heat started Jovic. He rarely plays, and he had 15-8. and eight. I think the Miami Heat have a deep enough team to play matchups when they go against a taller, bigger team. His size and his height can make a difference. And you can see on social media, Jimmy has helped take Jovic under his wing. They work out together. Jimmy's trying to instill some confidence in him. And he's becoming a player in his second season with Miami. And then Jaime Jaquez Jr., you, you look at this team and you start to wonder if they're actually deeper and better than they were last year. And they lost Gabe and Max. We'll see if they can go on a run like they did last year, but they may be better. All right, that's all the time I got for this Thursday afternoon. We'll do it again tomorrow. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.